Some podcasts will ask you, like, if you want to do any shout outs. We we like to ask you if there's any good fuck yous you want to get out there. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a long list. Mm. That's a that's Who jumps a to the top, though? Who's who's fresh and topical for you right now? Law Johnson. Got it. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> my time has come. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of time. A good fuck. You know what? I want to give a good, honest, deep fuck you to the American insurance system. Hey, I yeah. mean, like that might be a little too serious of a thing to no, say. No, that's perfect. I love it. There's so. not sure. a lot of fanboys for the American insurance system. You're, really you're not going to piss that many people <laughs> off with that softball. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be controversial or anything, but fucking insurance. But politics are complicated. Mm. Man. What about any childhood pseudo friends? What about any fair weather friends you had when you were like in middle school that you just wanted? You just feel like you need to tell them to go fuck themselves. I feel like I still have a good rapport with a lot of them. Okay. I feel like I'm still, you know, kind of friends with at least at least like like satellite friends with some people I've known, you know, throughout most of my life and Facebook. shit. But like, yeah, yeah, thanks the internet. But um <laughs> this is all Facebook's fault. <laughs> now I have to now I have to watch every fucking word I say. Thanks Facebook. Right? God damn it, Steve. I didn't I didn't go to school with anybody named Steve. Well, there was a teacher named Jobs? Steve. Sure. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, inventor of the Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> Have fun in your... He's dead, right? Yes. Oh, have fun is, in your done, wealthy yeah. grave. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, have fun in your vacation, <laughs> Steve. In, your vacation in hell, Steve. <laughs> Enjoy your expensive hole. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really hope that anytime we give a fuck you out here, the person sitting there and they hear it and they're like, yeah, that's fair. Well, <laughs> welcome to D20 Questions, <laughs> where the winner of the console war is always the PCs. <laughs> My name is Law, the alchemical artificer. <laughs> <laughs> I am Zach, the man who gurgled Nurgle's Lurgy. Uh, I am horribly, well, mostly sick right now. And no doubt uh, it was from sucking some big plague love from Nurgle the Plague God. I do appreciate the fucking sweet Warhammer drop right there. That was all law. I, like, actually I, need, a, I need someone yeah. who's known for disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I hope you really liked Gurgle's Nurgle's Lurgy. I really did. Lurgy is a phrase I'm going to really just put into my life now. It doesn't come up enough anymore. No. I feel like it died somewhere around like the 1980s. And then from there on. Nothing. It came up in the car right here. Like this is just the that's, right groups, I think. Is you the know, problem. that's the first time I heard it. And I didn't think about like saying anything, but I, I acknowledge it. I know mm -hmm, it's there. Mm -hmm. A I'm lot gonna... of things actually came up in the car right here. And I'm really glad that nobody looked in my bag. <laughs> um, so I, I, I grabbed my satchel, uh, which I carry on me at all times. And I had actually prepared to see some people that I did not end up seeing. Mm -hmm. um, and the bag had some interesting items. So in binoculars. It. The first... <laughs> <laughs> actually so the first the first of the items that is of most note is a wooden dildo right. or a wooden dick yep um what's the difference <laughs> i think a little bit of give oh, okay. the next yeah. the next were some preparation h cooling wipes mm -hmm. third is some Can... squishy titties with like keychains <laughs> on them right and the fourth is some vaseline very used. Can I borrow two of those four before I leave? <laughs> he won't tell you which. And like, I would just realize like out of context, this shit's sure. not going to make any sense. Yeah, no, it makes too And that's why sense. you're not getting any. If you want context, join us in D21 side and then you'll figure out why the hell I had these things in my bag. There's like an age bell curve though, where like if you're like 18, you're like, oh, this person had Vaseline and prep age. What a freak. And then like you're by the time you're 30, it's like, oh, good call. He's, yeah. he's got yeah. bubble problems. Got it. That makes yeah. sense. Don't we all? I also Don't appreciate the like low key shout out to like, Fucking join our fucking Patreon to learn about my personal yeah. life. <laughs> Do you know what's nice? Money. 
Yes, um, yeah, I agree. And not making money for hours of work sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's put let's spin it a different way. You know what's nice? Other people showing you that they really give a fuck about the content that you spend your goddamn pointless time making. Exactly. And applying a numeric value to that. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like at a, it's like at a wedding. You don't really want to register for gifts. You just want them to give you money. But you're like, hmm, let's just hope, you right. know. I didn't do I didn't do any of that at my wedding. We just had people donate to us going fucking out of the country. That was nice. If you hear me coughing, if I sound unusually husky, or if uh, <laughs> if you get a, an unexpected yeah, sneeze, unusually husky, know that I am very sick. <laughs> I'm just fat. <laughs> I'm just naturally like this. Well, it comes across the microphone even. Right. Yes. Uh, the, <laughs> this the microphone. Guy fat. The microphone adds ten pounds for sure. <laughs> Uh, with us on this illustrious evening is thankfully the one and only Max the Penis Hobbs. What up? Do I get a do I get a cool nickname like you guys? That's got? up to like you, man. Oh, oh, the shit. only person so far who has gotten a nickname was actually Daniel Pickens Jones, who is yeah? now Daniel quote unquote Fogwolf Pickens Jones <laughs> because he had a fucking vape pen that he brought to the to the event with like a Witcher Wolf on it. Yeah, he it was rough. Would be Fogwolf. Can I like interject one later? Oh yeah, like, sneak it like, in. Go in. You, uh, you understand. A you understand that you're opening yourself up for me to come in with like a, a robot voice saying the penis. I'm, <laughs> I'm not opening myself up to that. I fully open yourself up to, to our happen. robot penis. I, I'm ready and waiting. My legs. I know they're under the table, but they could not be spread wider without ripping my already fashionably shredded jeans. Thank you very much. Fashion, fashionably for 1980s punk scene. But yeah, go on. They are shredded. That's, that's not a thing anymore? When did that end? I forgot you're from the past. Go yeah, on. Thank you. Why don't you tell us about uh, the tell us about the Max Hobbs? Other than the fact that I'm a pointless time traveler, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that start with what's important. Oh well, hell he, yeah! He traveled to he traveled to the like 20 teens and 2020s mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. in the hopes to see the natural progression of punk, and only yeah. realized that it was dead. And, Fuck. and he was about 40 years. There's nothing natural about the progression at all. <laughs> I saw this fantastic article uh, from the Hard Times that was, "Is punk dead? What the fuck should I know? I'm a Bernese Mountain Dog." And I laughed <laughs> so hard. Very good. Very good. I am a professional dungeon master in the Portland area, and I've been doing that for the past eight years or so, coming up on nine years pretty soon. Did you hear that sound? Did, that's the sound of thousands and thousands of nerds everywhere hearing the words professional dungeon master and perking up. I know, yeah. I know. Now, I, just for clarity, that means that is literally your only full-time job. It has been my mm -hmm. single form of employment and payment for almost a decade, mm -hmm. which is... A, th a thing people tell me like oh I didn't know that was a thing and I was like yeah I didn't know either until I fucking made it up mm -hmm. yeah. but uh, now I see articles and different you know web outlets and shit like that that's like Dungeons and Dragons people getting paid to be a dungeon and a dragon and I'm like yeah but where's my article motherfucker <laughs> getting paid to be a dungeon and a dragon I, just I mean want the you dungeon is baseline the dragon cost extra yeah thank you mm -hmm. I don't always go in full dragon but when I do you better fucking shell out it, it, like literally a dragon mini is the only thing that law suggested I buy that I did not buy <laughs> nice hell yeah I mean you gotta keep one just under the belt right <laughs> Come on. There should be a business on like probably Etsy to convert dragon miniatures into belt buckles. <laughs> Please. Wouldn't oh that be dope? My God. Right? Why are we just talking about this now? Why hasn't this been done by 10,000 different fucking people? Let's be honest. Like, if we actually acted on any of the amazing business ideas that we've had on <laughs> D20 Questions, we would already be making millions. In my life, yeah. me and, and my boss, Christian White, at Game Night Lounge, uh, I had an idea that I drew up and I commissioned him to make it for me, which was, you've seen him, the table that's up here with, like, the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a Kickstarter going on right now for yep. the level up, which is literally what I yep. named it, that just finished raising $500,000. I saw that this morning and I was like, oh, 
man, <laughs> lost my piss. On this shit, you gotta act on that shit. I was busy. <laughs> I was, it's just funny because it's the exact design and name. It that literally, I made up it's with. just black. Yeah, I like that they click together. Yeah. But yeah, that's just yeah. like one of those things where like, guys, if you have an idea, just fucking go for it. Yeah, fucking a. I guess I should also say that I am one of the hosts of the Help Action Podcast, Woo. which is um, the worst. Dungeons and Dragons advice podcast you'll ever listen to. Yeah, nice. That's thank you. Quite the claim to fame. We try really hard for the bottom. I'm pretty sure that's us. Fair. The bar is low all over the place. Like, will, so that's a claim to fame. I will fight you guys to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually found out that somebody else had already established the name D20 Questions like the week before we did. Well, not not before I used it in a previous project. Though. Fair. Like, we had we had seniority in that. We, we did. were grandfathered in. People took the first two names that we were going to use for help action. Mm. Originally, we were going with um, Dumpstat. The mm. first one, which we thought was pretty good, and we'd already thought of some, you know, there's a lot of like art. yeah, toilet arc iconography yeah. for the logo. Thank you, thank you. And the second one was um, intelligence modifier, which of course was taken already. Yeah, like sure. that's 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 easy, that's low hanging fruit. But you know what? Help action son sounds just enough like a vague protest group to be really funny. <laughs> totally. No, I, Shows I think up in a lot of SEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't know the fucking audience we're going to attract. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I also do a bunch of other things around town. I'm I waiting guess. to tell me but about if you're it. You're in Portland. Tell me. Uh, I guess one thing I can share now is I did a radio show for uh, KBU, which mm -hmm. is like a Portland, oh my God, public radio station. There we go. That's mm -hmm. what it's called. Um, that's like a, a Dungeons and Dragons radio play that I did with a couple of really, really cool people and some people you guys have had on the show here before. Hmm. Please tell me about it from your perspective. Hell yeah. It's called the Aldrich Historical Society. It's a uh, uh, like a murder mystery kind of uh, D and D game uh, with all of the dice rolling and rules conversations edited out. Mm -hmm. So it's just sort of action, choice, consequence story. Fair enough. Yeah, very cool. It's a worked, little more edited than luck. <laughs> you know, it worked really well for radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like on radio, people don't want to hear fucking dice hitting the table and shit. People don't want to hear, you know, like it's like, a drive commune thing. Like exactly, that. exactly. They're not gonna. Some people aren't gonna fucking get it. Hey, did you just pronounce it as commute? Did I? Because I love it. <laughs> Maybe I did. It's just bringing a nice dose of Marxism to your daily drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, was going to say that's when a bunch of unemployed artists get in a van and drive somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I also called her Godiva, and I've you never did, done yeah. that before. You're all over the place with your your. I guess so. Maybe the head cold's contagious. Who knows? That, Sorry to interrupt. Go on. <laughs> turns out it's a brain cold. I do know how to pronounce things. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Godiva and commune. <laughs> I know how to. That doesn't mean I do it. <laughs> I usually correct myself silently and being like, did I see that? I even said commute, not commute. What the fuck <laughs> have you done to me? <laughs> so I got a question. So where sure. do I find Eldritch Historical Society? Ah, I know that uh, I think Godiva, not Godiva, has put it on the... Uh... I was thinking of the chocolate. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't blame <laughs> I'm you. pretty sure it's still pronounced Godiva. <laughs> I didn't say I said the wrong name. I was just distracted by the thought Sorry. of chocolate. I was, <laughs> I was thinking of the naked horsewoman. Um, uh, fucking, uh, uh, what was I fucking saying? Oh, yeah. That's going to be uh, Aldrich Historical Society Part 1 that Godiva re-edited and like remastered a little bit and put new sounds into and shit is going to be on the KBU website soon. Oh, it hasn't even aired yet. I don't remember if it has or not. It <laughs> may have. I think she put it up there already. I think I, it was mentioned that it had gone up. But maybe oh, okay, maybe cool. it hasn't been okay. like archived yet. That maybe, maybe. Thing. I know I am going to put it on YouTube as soon as I find some cool art nice. to put up with it. Well, we're definitely going to be grabbing some links from you and putting them at the base of the episodes that you know. Awesome. Like, so people can come and look for all Right where they belong. You know, last time <laughs> right I Right at the bottom. Last time I did a uh, interview for the Hypocritical Troll channel, who are 
he's a fantastic fucking dude. Ton of yeah. fun. Um, I mentioned the old band that I was in, and he went out of his way to find a link to some of our old music. Oh boy! In the video, is this a good oh, yeah. thing? You know, I'm proud of it. You know, given how much I you're blushing, I'm, I'm not sure. It. It's it you should be. That's I was great. a lot younger when I did it. Uh, the musicians, for sure, are insanely talented. I know I could have written those songs, like the words I fucking sang and shit, better. I definitely know I could have done that better. <laughs> I mean, musicians looking back on their own work and being judgmental is a fairly new trope. So. See, that's the thing. It's like I've been creating stuff lately and I can't look back on it. I cannot even imagine the pain of being a musician and listening <laughs> to your, your early work and just being like, fucking it's, fuck. I've been I've been playing music since I've been in. Oh, God. The first time I was in stage with on stage with a band, I was like 12 years old and I haven't really stopped since then. So when do you think you're going to get uh, good? That's a <laughs> that's a question I don't think any musician ever has ever answered. When good come? When? Hello. <laughs> when music? When when music do yes? And and, and I, me and Max have gotten to work on some very fun D and D projects together. We're both doing orcs, orcs, orcs in yeah. the past I'm, two level I wore up one dice. Of their shirts oh yeah, today, you did. Which is super useful on a podcast. It is. You can tell. <laughs> this is part of the unboxing podcast. Where yeah. We show you our shirts. <laughs> You get to listen as we slowly unzip and unbutton. And Zach will paint you a word picture. That's... Not the word picture of what you're seeing, just something <laughs> else. <laughs> One fueled by the the presence of shirts. We undress and Zach describes a fern. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's for the ASMR of hearing your clothes rustle as you yeah. denude yourself. <laughs> you cannot listen to that in public. Not safe for work. Fucking warning. You won't, no matter who you are, you won't be able to stand up after it. Uh, so what's new with D and D? Like, what's the deal? What's happened? What is done? What have we done? There are so many new things. All right, here's a, here's a fucking question I want to throw to you guys. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Wild Mount book coming out? Wild Mount? I think it's going to be cool. Okay, so here's the thing. Law knows things. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. All right. So let me throw this at you. Wild Mount is the setting for season two of Critical Role. Yep, campaign yeah, campaign two. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be the first official Critical Role D&D book. There has been one unofficial mm-hmm. one already for Tal'Dorei. I thought, so I thought uh, season two of Critical Role was the Mighty Nine. Yes, and it okay. takes place in Wild Mount, which yeah. is a different oh. world from Tal'Dorei. Okay. Yeah. Is it a mm-hmm. different world? Well, it's the same like world, but like a way different continent. Gotcha. Like vastly, far vastly away. far apart. Yeah. Different right, cool. worlds. I have to admit that I cannot listen to that show. Not That's that fine. I not that I don't or that I don't want to. I, sure. I just can't cuz like after you do what I do for a long time listening to a lot of D&D shows becomes just listening to work. But yeah, the uh, the Wild Mount campaign guide. Yes. I think it's going to be fine. I mean there's it has way than an, more than enough following for people that are interested in purchasing it, which Absolutely. Right off, from a marketing standpoint is is A+. Yeah. And you know the Taldori guide was fine. It it was obvious the things they had to kind of skirt around the copyright on because yeah. it wasn't officially sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. Um, but, you know, Mercer, he has a very robust world. It's so very he clever. Does. He Who's does. publishing this? Wizards. I mean, this is the one that's getting, the first one that they've done that Wizards is like, we're going to publish this for you. What yeah. happened to their deal with Green Ronin? I don't fucking know. People have been talking about, like, why the hell are we getting this campaign setting and not like a classic D&D setting that we all, like, know and love. Like mm-hmm. Spelljammer or Dark Sun or so. Or other than Ravenloft, it. they haven't done any campaign settings. Raven. Okay, so Curse of Strahd. Curse of Strahd is my favorite pre-written adventure that has ever existed ever anywhere. That's I definitely it's, top five for me. Right. I think it's perfect. I think it's fucking untouchable. Death House is the only adventure I've ever run oh, from a book, Death and House. I and went well. Mm-hmm. Death House. 
I hear that also we might be getting a sequel to Curse of Strahd this year. That's oh. interesting. Fucking cool because fucking some of the some of the adventures that have been coming out are sequels already. Like mm-hmm. Descent into Avernus is a sequel mm. to right. uh, Murder at Baldur's Gate. Tomb of Annihilation was... is a sequel to there the Tomb go. of Horrors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this cool I think consistently there's going. plenty of throwback. In right? fact, the full Yawning Portal is throwbacks to original dungeons. They're not exactly. full settings, but they are adventures. But a setting is a massive like mm-hmm. it's a massive way to not only bring in old or new players to an old idea but it's also just a nice nod to people who are interested in that. Sure but my argument of that is that those settings exist and settings exist outside of the rules they're simply narrative that tells you how to run a world. They don't have to do with the mechanics of the classes. As books get released we are excited to see new rules. Totally. excited to see new characters, new ideas, new things and so the idea of, of giving money to people who are already making absurd amounts of money in other ways instead of publishing more books i could see the i could see the complaint there yeah and i'm like like personally for me i'm so down with new campaign settings new information mm. new thoughts and new ideas coming to D. you know what fucking book was dope the goddamn ravnica book mm-hmm. that book so good i have mixed feelings content. about like mtg lore so like i mean fair but that book had quality content in it yeah. See, it had some like lore adjacent it had some cool fucking mechanic shit in it and ravnica as a world like as far as magic the gathering lore goes is like one of their strongest like I consistent agree. realms i ravnica feel like it's super interesting i feel like the success of magic the gathering's worlds is the fact that it, literally anything can happen of course um but like i've okay so i've always had a bias against busy worlds and i'm putting yeah. massive quotes on the word busy yeah. like world of warcraft and things like that where they just keep adding and adding and adding and no Absolutely. subtraction because i'm a big fan of design by subtraction i think things are best when you come up with the core concept add a bunch of shit and then subtract anything that does not directly aid the core concept uh-huh. And so for me, Magic the Gathering is the exact opposite of that. It's designed by addition. And I feel like D&D has become a lot of that, where you just keep adding and adding and adding all these worlds <laughs> oh, they're, to it. They're literally taking every old setting and finding a way to attach it to the Forgotten Realms. Right. Sure, sure. Well, I, oh, I was going to say, magic aside, I have another thing to touch on on Ravnica real quick. Fucking Curse of Strahd wise. Curse of Strahd is an adventure on its own, is, has a narrative of its own. Mm-hmm. But if you really look at it, it's basically just a best of collection of cool shit from Ravenloft. Yep. Yeah. Like, which Tons is- Tons of throwbacks. It has like, right? it, it talks about the politics of the cities and how they're run. Yeah. It grows on the legends that were already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of D&D throwbacks, Hell I think yeah. it's time to bring up one of uh, our new classic, old classic segments. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me the fuck what? back, my dude. Uh, this one is called the B-Listiary, where okay. I pull something out of the dusty archives of the monster manuals of yore, <laughs> and we talk about it as a concept and how oh stupid it is. God, I'm, I'm so, so ready. I'm so we've so only ready. done one of these so far, and that was okay. the Astral Mauler, I think, which is just a, dra- a, a lion wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. So dumb. Oh, I remember when they brought that back in the Tome of Magic in fucking third edition. Yes, very yep. good. Um, so we're going to talk about the Baku, which is not just the capital of Azerbaijan, but so much more. <laughs> Did you just Google You've Baku? done your research. No, I've, I looked. This, I wrote this. This is from like two months ago, because we haven't done a D20 questions in like two or three months. I love how her I'm capable of writing snappy dialogue. (laughs) I don't believe you. You only have 102 random like individual (laughs) commercials from the LUQ. So I'm going to I'm going to lay this out piece by piece so you can see the different components. And when I'm done describing it, you'll have this mosaic of bullshit to view upon. (laughs) God, collage me with weird. The Baku Uh are nine foot tall extra planar elephants. (laughs) They (laughs) right off to a warm start. 
We're in the good place now. They can use wands and swords with their trunks. <laughs> That's exactly what I needed to know. Sometimes it's important for the mechanics. Sometimes while on the material plane, they hang out in tropical jungles and just kick back. <laughs> They're chill. chill. They're fucking chill as fuck elephants. Just chill as fuck. Like, like leaning back up against a big ass fucking tree, listening to Bob Marley and toking a the, big I, fat the, reefer. Man, the, I love homie monsters so much. The, so la the laid bacaderms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most of the time, they are much more social because you see the Baku are drawn to evil. And where do you find the most evil? In big cities. What? They don't like evil. What they do is they try to eat it out of people's dreams. Mm -hmm. Hold Excuse on. Me? Wait. Hold on, I'm not done yet. This is we're at the cusp of this rabbit hole. For the most part, they just wander around in well-populated areas being giant magical elephants. <laughs> but this is not a big deal because the Baku can turn invisible at will. So imagine, if you will, that at any time you're doing something even slightly shady, you're out on the town, you're taking a walk, there could very well be a massive extraplanar elephant just watching, waiting, and licking its lips in anticipation of your sins. And that is the elephant in the room. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, did, my God. Did you really just call out, did you have to shoot the phrase elephant lips at me? Yes. Did you have to do that Dude, to they my got mind? they got natural smoochers. They are evolutionary... They're the kissiest Pinnacle. of beasts. They are the smoochiest. <laughs> I'm just like trying to imagine what elephant lips look like right now. All my right. imagination is failing me. Here, here's the leathery. Here's the most important <laughs> question. It's like a microwaved wallet. <laughs> like a catcher's mitt in the ninth inning. Yes. I, love you. I love you place where I put my ID. And they always get to first base. <laughs> <laughs> they can also kiss you twice with their fucking mouth lips. And, and they never lips. forget. God, no. <laughs> They don't tell because that's gauche. Just think about, though, the fact that, like, nine-foot-tall invisible uh -huh. elephants are just out and about waiting for you to fucking dream nasty thoughts so they can eat it. I've played mm. Pokemon before, so I know what that's like. But um, can we... There is no ghost-type elephant Pokemon yet. No, but there's Drowsy. <laughs> there is Drowsy. Who looks like a fucking elephant. And does eat dreams. And he can does get eat fucking dream-eater. He loves those dreams. How did you right? not make that connection, Law? Where he's are you? a little elephant. Well, he's based on, like, Japanese folklore. and yeah. shit, too. Yeah, like, also the, the yeah. tapers. yeah. But like the important question is, mm -hmm. were we picturing them as as quadrupeds or bipeds? That is the question. I was literally just imagining a full ass elephant. Me too. Okay. <laughs> okay. But their swords can use wands, the, and their their trunks. Wait, their trunks their can swords use, can use swords wands. Can you, oh use God, they've gone trunks. too far. <laughs> so now we got a nine foot elephant wielding. with a big sword on the front of its face that can hold a wand. <laughs> cool. Hey everybody, it's me, Law. Wowee! I just want to take a sec to say that I hope everyone out there is safe and comfortable during what is a pretty wild time, and I want to thank you for being a listener from the bottom of my heart. We had some Slapdash events planned for the next few months that have been understandably cancelled, so we won't have any cons or live events until sometime in the near future. But, if you want to talk to the Slapdash crew, you can always get us on Discord, which is free. If you're a patron, you can get access to extra channels of the Discord where we do things like post LUQ bloopers and episode teasers. Being a patron also gets you access to D21's side, where you can hear the same guests you're listening to right now go even deeper down the rabbit hole of absurdity as we take all of the rules, slam dunk them in the trash can, and just have some fun. And it's our patrons that make the creation of new episodes and events possible, so if you've been on the fence for a little while, and it's uh, viable, consider dropping us a few dollars a month. There's a ton of great D&D content you can get as rewards, like maps and magic items and character sheets, stuff like that, and bonus episodes of League of Ultimate Questing. And if money's a little tight, that's understandable. You can't swing a monthly donation. 
I instead ask that you just tell your friends that they need to give the podcast a shot, either of them. The Slapdash podcasts don't really advertise at this time, so word of mouth is our bread and butter. And always leave a review if you haven't yet. You can put them on in the car, you can play them on a boombox that you hold over your head outside of that special someone's house. You know the drill. For more information on any of these topics, links to our social media handles, our Patreon, our t-shirts, anything like that, just visit slapdashstudios.com. It's going to be your hub for all of the LUQ and D20 questions info you're going to need. And thanks again to our guest, Max Hobbs. You can hear me and Zach on Help Action, the podcast that he helps create. And it's a really fun sit down with some silly, silly boys. Also, keep your eyes out on YouTube for a series called Hypocritical Troll. Me and Zach were interviewed on there, and we got to answer some really great questions. That should be coming out in the near future. Anyway, thanks again from everyone at Slapdash. Let's get you back to the interview. I kind of remember their old, bad second edition art. I think the art had them kind of standy-uppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was more of they were like floating at just a 45-degree angle, so it was kind of ambiguous as to whether they were going to ever land those fronties or not. (laughs) See, all I could do is imagine them as like just normal elephants, and then the ones who do like a normal 9-to-5 are walking around in like dress shirts and and like like khakis and shit. It's like Zootopia. (laughs) No, thank you. But the important question is like how how does a Baku wear its pants? Like this or like that? (laughs) Very important it puts its fucking sword on one trunk at a time <laughs> invisible pants puts its sword on one trunk you fucking heard me i think that is the stupidest thing anybody has said on d20 wow you really thank you cream yeah. you really cream the wimpy on that I, one. I, creamed the, I creamed the wimpy right before he picked me up but um, that's oh not what we're here to talk about <laughs> listen to d21 sides where we explain what cream the wimpy means <laughs> Look, if you can't figure oh, out what cream no. the wimpy means based off context, oh. then you fucked up. Oh, Look, no. at any point, if you have a classic dusty old D&D monster you want us to rip on, just send it to me, because I would love yeah. to bring that to the this table. This is a fantastic bit, and I fucking love it. Admin at Slapdash Studios, just send us any dumbass monsters you can think of. That we goes had, for Max as well. Yes, please, God. We had a new bit we added to fucking help action recently, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, two people propose a D&D related business idea mm-hmm. to the other two hosts. It's called Dire Shark Tank. Mm. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> it's very stupid. Not Dungeon Tank we or thought Dungeon's about it. Den. We thought about it. Dire Shark was too good. So, so one of these Baku mm-hmm. are in the jungle, sure, right? Right. Mm. Just kicking back, just hanging out, chilling the fuck out, just doing their thing. Willie Nelson blasting. I was gonna say smoking a J and creaming their wimpy, right? Like which they can wield <laughs> in their trunk. Yeah. Thank you got wands and swords like a fucking moat all around them i just imagine a fat j in each one of those tiny nostrils and they're just token deep everywhere they go mm. <laughs> they can take three <laughs> but um so they're sitting there having a lovely old time doing what they do when they're alone in the jungle right. and they're like oh fuck evil's nearby man do they is it just like a like a like a ring and the dreams that they're tasting is it like how do they know about this evil well i imagine one of them is like tuning in kind of like uh like, are there like, more than one well i think well, i assume they hang in packs i pictured them as like super solitary no no no. they're herd animals they're herd animals all right That's i like that more i like that more so they're a herd animal they're all yeah. chilling they're, yeah. they're 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 fucking the incense is going the record the, 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 the record's playing yeah and yeah, all of yeah. a sudden but one of them is on the fucking police scanner, you know, and he's just, he's tuned in. The giant fucking ears are expanded like like satellite dishes. Okay, and he picks up on a signal. It's like Timmy's jerking off to his aunt again. Let's fucking go, Nosh. Delicious. We gotta 
fucking eat nibble. his weird incest dreams right the goddamn now. We're gonna save him. It's like the yeah. bumblebee that finds the pollen and then comes back and dances for its coworkers. <laughs> right, right. Keep in mind though, like these things are native to the ethereal plane. Like this, this is on. them on vacation. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I am loving this just mental image I've got brewing of evil, of, of elephant evil warning dance mm-hmm. to other weird yeah. psychic dream Communicate by elephants. dancing. Yeah. Oh, no. What does the aunt incest dream dance look like? <laughs> Nothing they can repeat in polite company. He uses a lot of trunk. Yeah. I could just I could just imagine him like trying to boogie down. Everyone's like, dude, Eric, could you just fucking tell us what you saw? He's like, no, it's got to be interpretive. <laughs> It'll come to you. You have to feel it. Feel the creepy incest. Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Not all right. So there was a book recently that hinted at the fact that they will be putting out Spelljammer sometime in the future. And I want to say it was Dungeon of the Mad Mage, perhaps. You find an item that's like a pilot's chair for some sort of extra planar device. Mordenkainen's Tom's Tome of Foes touches on it vaguely in the right. like gith chapter and yeah, shit, they've too. Yeah, been, they've been dropping a breadcrumb trail for a while. They so really I'm pretty have. sure Spelljammer's on the future. Even Ak Inc. has been playing a lot of like Spelljammer-themed adventures. Lately. Can we put a Baku on the, the fucking skyboat? Can we put a Baku on the skyboat? Can Will it fit? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Taking it from town to town, eating all of the fucking little Timmy's little creepy ass. If you bring the bad dreams, I'm sure they will. They will stow away. So did it explicitly say that they were evil or just that they no? they like they're not evil at all. They just like evil. In fact, they hate evil so much that they want to eat it. They hate evil so much they they like it's like me. I fucking hate donuts, which is why I will just hunt them down. I want them gone from this earth. I'm going to rid the world of your crawlers. <laughs> it's my solemn burden. No, yeah, it even it explicitly said they hate evil, but they love to eat it. Like that's there's too many people were writing this monster. I oh think my, perhaps right a little just one too many fingers in the Baku pie right there. Yeah, I'm thinking I think two people bumped into each other in a meet cute, and then as they did, like all of their documents got shuffled together. Yeah, it's like oh, you got evil dream ghost in my elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that before I could because that was the next fucking thing out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh no, let's get it to Elmore to paint something. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see art of this creature right okay Mm -hmm. at at fucking level leader last Mm -hmm. time i was there sure level leader's a ton of fun by the way so people listening fucking check it out dnd celebrities charity for cancer it's 100 percent good things to do go and hang out i was hanging out with fucking uh tyler jacobson who does a lot of art for Mm -hmm. dnd the cover art for like most of the uh like books and shit uh, he had he gave me like some cool me and 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 a couple friends some cool travel advice for yeah when thanks you go to for Japan introducing shit. me shithead I, you were busy DMing we're Why trying to you? get famous on your back <laughs> Max <laughs> I was because no. my shoulder was fucked up and Will is a good dude oh. and he was like fucking take a minute and relax now. got I'm a D and D related here. injury I really <laughs> did I couldn't roll right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many books I have to carry around on my fucking shoulder? I do. Go on. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, so Tyler Jacobson, mm-hmm. who who is now clearly my homie, sure. Um, please draw this, please. Oh yeah, new bot, new <laughs> bot, dude. As if your fucking plate isn't full enough already. I appreciate everything that you do. Do this right now. We can't because have a full episode about the Baku, though. As, as splendid as this elephant is. <laughs> You know, I think that the one place a Baku is not allowed uh-huh. is at a charty party. <laughs> Are you so, sure? Because if they're eating sure. dreams, well, I can it, only imagine what they're sharding out. I guess it depends. I already grabbed some percentages, Zach. I'm on top of it. 
look at these fucking sweet ass metal ass dice that he clearly broke out while you were busy taking a shit or something. I like stealthily ran my ass over to the shelf to try and grab a fucking. <laughs> oh, I respect the dice. shit out of your attempt, but I was on top of it. No one I should have said except something. for 100% of the people who are in this room right now. Because we so don't worry about <laughs> it. We also just said it. So Zach's on top of his shit. Yeah. Let it go on record for the court. Well, Producey <laughs> Z up here doing his fucking thing. Producey Z. Yeah. yeah let that some, carry forward. That is the lamest and most permanent nickname I've ever heard. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the lame is fine. The permanency is tragic. Yes. Uh, so how a charty party works is we've got two different randomized charts here. We I will let it. our guest roll two different percentage dice. I love it. Uh, one of them is a list of adventure prompts for multiple editions of Dungeons and Dragons. Cool. The other one is topics to discuss at a party. <laughs> <laughs> and we will fuse them together and see what comes up. So please, and don't steal our ideas, I, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Pretty. Pl I have I have a, a list like this that I roll on at my games at home nice. for a hundred things a potion can taste like. Yeah. You roll twice and add them together. Like it's that. never good. It's never, never good. good. It's like Bernie Bots kind of shit. No, fuck Bernie Bots. Bernie isn't that the fucking Bertie? I think Bernie. Bots I hate Harry the... Potter. I'm sorry. I, I do too. <laughs> Law, my dude. Hey, we just became friends forever. Let's not yes. alienate. A huge chunk of potential listeners by shitting on J.K. Rowling's uh, work. Uh, okay. I think J.K. Rowling does that enough as is. She does. <laughs> let, let me off the leash. Let me off the leash. leash. Hey, how about this, J.K. Rowling? This is a special fuck you for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the fuck you. Can that retroactively be who my middle school fuck you is too? Thank you for ruining wizards forever. Yeah, your product is not yours anymore. Please roll me percentages. I'm can't. guessing it's 69. I can't I see it from here. There's a glare. It's 74. 74. Why are you worried about 74? It's five higher than 69, which was my target. Oh, no. We're uh, back to the Baku on this one. Okay. Should I roll again? Yes, please. All right. No, Wait, this seriously back on the Baku? <laughs> no, no. I, you'll see. Okay. The intent is you would be rolling again anyway. It is 13. 13. Okay. Here we are. Uh, what magical land are we in? So the characters must chase an escaping group of bandits through the countryside and or they are chased by bandits through the countryside. And okay. who is the worst and or best person to get stuck with on an elevator? Oh. Of the bandits or of the party? Okay, so, so you're being chased by bandits, right? Yeah. And the only place you can run into is this giant, um, you know, 18-story... Because uh, we're in Eberron. ...higher eyes. And so you run into the elevator. Mm -hmm. The bandits follow you. Yeah. And the elevator gets stuck. Can I? Oh, tragic. Can I tell you guys a cool, relevant life story? No. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Please do. What so a horrible thing to years, do on a podcast. Years ago, when I was a teenage shithead, um, me and my friends. Mm. Has that like, ended? No. No, it has. I am 31. No, it has not. Back when I was still a teenage shithead. I feel like 30-year-old teenage shithead is definitely a Green Day album. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, duh. I think it was their first one. But, um... <laughs> When I was when I was younger, me and my friends used to steal shit from hotels. It's what we would do. It was free. It was lying around you can't everywhere. Steal from a hotel. You can if you break <laughs> into their pantry and take shit that's in there. We would break into like the pantry. We mm -hmm. would break into like rooms that were open. We would take like art off the walls. We would take like phones. Art? Like like we would unplug phones from walls. This is a you stole hotel art? Yeah. And phones. Yeah. We None of which are good it. quality. We would leave it for other people. Stealing things from hotels is like towels or soap. You no. robbed hotels. Yes. <laughs> They're open. Anyone can go in. This is a super eight heist. This, thank you. <laughs> yes. So we were in in the the. I don't know how much that fucking puts me in trouble. Not the double tree. Like not double the double cross. tree. No, the one with a lot of money. We're stupid fucking goddamn. Right. We're gonna bleep out the hotel name. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I was staying in the. 
That is going to be a sustained that. beep of like a full two seconds. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, me and my friends decided to go up to the top floor as high as we could go. Right. Mm-hmm. So we went all the way up there. And, and as teenagers, we were like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if we pressed all the buttons before we went back in? Mm, so, we, so we did. So right? smart. The doors open up and there are these very serious looking like a, like a herd of very serious looking Asian business people in like full suits and shit. And we can see that a couple of them have guns tucked away. Of course they do. So we step off the elevator and we're like, you first, knowing that we pushed all the buttons on the Oh, right. no. You pranked the Yakuza. <laughs> Someday the triad is going to come back and kill me. I was literally, I was literally in Tokyo. Yeah. I was in Kabukicho. Uh-huh. I go there because there's a ball jointed doll thing and my girlfriend wants to go see it. I go in there. I'm waiting outside because uh, I'm like organizing my bag with my friend Toshi. Elevator dings. Three guys get off. Uh-huh. One dude in a suit with tattoos on his neck. Yep. One dude very small yep. in a suit. Totally ordinary business guy. One dude in a sweatsuit with like very expensive sunglasses covered in tattoos. Yep. Walk into a business. And within seconds, another guy I didn't know comes out, turns the sign to closed, and they go back in. <laughs> so, and my friend Toshi looks at me and he goes, Yakuza. And I'm like, oh, got it. Yeah, so, I figured that out. So you saw the people that got... Onto the elevator of which we have pressed all the buttons. Right. Yeah, that's it. That is, they got into the Oregon Portland Hotel uh-huh. elevator uh-huh. and left through the magical portal at the back <laughs> to get out in, in, in Tokyo. We decided to take the stairs afterward. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, you dunked on the foot pan. The turtles would be so proud. So, so. I would just want to propose the idea of an elevator chase. <laughs> the most controlled and undynamic chase sequence of all time it's a brilliant take on the old scooby-doo classic well i just love the idea that they all get on the elevator and then they hold the chase until the elevator opens up and they give the right? other the guys who are ahead a head start and like hey, this is right fair. i so, think there was actually kind of a post-apocalyptic fantasy game i did run that involved not necessarily a chase scene but a, a really cool out external elevator battle like on the edge of a cliff in a very aberronist steampunky setting see mm-hmm. i mean that's cool what yeah. isn't cool is like the party running into an elevator right. and trying to guess what floor the enemies went to right or just trying to outrun them like exactly that the yeah. Rate at which the exact speed the elevator travels. <laughs> All right, if we go to floor 14, they went to floor 16, we can get in the stairs and run up, and hopefully they'll be... Well, you get the idea. Perhaps not our juiciest of charity parties, but it brought up some great <laughs> memories from everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, really Real good. encounters with the Japanese gun-toting <laughs> businessmen. So remember, party, when you're trying to pursue your bandits, push all the fucking buttons. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the, the secret. only way to stop them. There's a lot of very good dynamic movie scenes that take place within or around elevators, which is weird because they're not exciting. They're, they're not, not they big. They do one thing. They're, they're not, not big. They're like four, like five foot by five foot at best. I right. mean, like as as DMs too, we could take like the Mass Effect route and just mm-hmm. while they're in the wet fucking elevator, we can wait for all our shit to load. Is that a video game? That's a video game. That is a video game. Mm-hmm. That's a, a video game. One of those computer stories. Sounds cool. In Mass Effect, <laughs> in the at least the first two Mass Effect games, when you're inside the little like ship, which is your base of operations, and you need to go talk to your party members, uh-huh. they disguise the loading screen as you being in an elevator and going places. It's literally That's one clever. floor, and it takes 45 minutes <laughs> it's to fucking so load. funny. That's but nice. we're not talking about sci-fi. This is a fantasy podcast, Max Hobbs. Yeah, let's unless talk about Spelljammer. Unless we're talking about... <laughs> Have you guys checked out Esper Genesis? No, I've heard good things. It's dope. 
It's know? so good. Okay, I should actually full disclosure. I heard good things when you were drunk at karaoke night and telling me about it. So yeah, from from him now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is the grapevine. <laughs> I I exist as the. It's a it's a D and D fifth edition sci fi setting, which is super fucking cool. Cool. Mm, That's I all. Like awesome. that. Yeah, take that, really Starfinder. Cool. Yeah, it, it is actually <laughs> supposed to be the response to Starfinder. Of course it is. And if you ask me, it's better. Well, that's that's a low bar. It's subjective, but you know, sure, that's my opinion, no worries. And I'm here right now, so fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go, Quality go content. Fuck yourself, Paizo. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a sentence I've said a lot of times. No hey, Paizo. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, I'm, Paizo. If you want to sponsor I'm us, literally are you just stealing the last fucking right steal? Hold on. Whoa, whoa. Are you taking the last steagle without even asking? I haven't kept chase... track of how many there are. There's one in front of me, and There's I opened it. four, and you stole it. He stole I stole a third of it. Of it. Like, there's enough All to right, share. I don't care. Are we I, gonna actually, have to... I really don't care. Are you... we going to have to chase him into an elevator and like <laughs> wait and guess? <laughs> you literally bought the last three drinks we've had at D20 Questions. I don't even the give a shit. The two podcasts we've been doing have been the long game for me to steal a third of a can of Stiegel. <laughs> I have the last of that fucking Stiegel. Stiegel Citron, by the way. Citron. Mm. Yeah, we fucked it up. We were supposed to get uh, grapefruit and we got Citron. It's still They're delicious. Both good. They're both delicious. good. We are... Stiegel, sponsor. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Not Paizo, but Stiegel. <laughs> See? That's a sponsor that's worth something. It wouldn't have gone over. You're fine. Zach desperately lunged forward to suck the foam from the top of his Stiegel. Can I just say. You this, say Stigila like everybody will understand what that is. We we had if they listen to this podcast, they know what Stigila is. Are you fucking kidding me? This is like yeah. our third time Stigila. Our dedicated, our dedicated fans of the 10 episode podcast, D20 Questions, know what Stigila yes. is. The people who listen, listen. Can I just say that this D20 Questions has a very strong D21 side energy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for it's inviting me on your Matt, show. Max, you literally exude chaos. <laughs> like, we can't even record a fucking podcast without you just bleeding into it with all your bullshit. It's great. No, this is a free... There's, this is a... We're priming the pump for you to patronize us. There's very, no such thing as rails in my life. I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Because... <laughs> imagine imagine what being in one of my D&D games is like. There you go. Like, we had, we had Sam Cole, who was mm-hmm. just like a classic, perfect D20 questions, mm. normal shit. From fucking uh, Dungeon Battle Dungeon Karaoke. Battle karaoke. Yeah, Sam's yeah. fucking great. I love that guy. If you what haven't a, checked out Dungeon Battle child. Karaoke, please do. I love that sacred boy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. This is going to be a nightmare edit. Oh, this oh, is going to be a fine. living hell. I can make fine. it worse. No, don't. <laughs> this will be fine. Compa- I just compared to, to the, the Invitational. Don't, don't, though. <laughs> this will be like an hour compared to the Invitational. Fair. Yeah. Uh, the, so we recently had our anniversary episode of League of Ultimate Questing. Yeah. It was a two. It, so originally when we recorded it, it was two and a half hours of footage. Fucking hell. And the final product was one hour. That is it. You're a hero. That's with commentary and commercials added. The total edit took 12 hours when you factor in all time beginning to end. So let me throw something at you. Yes. Fucking uh, uh, Godiva did a radio interview with me mm-hmm. about some of my shit and some of the stuff I do and mostly about the, the fucking show we did on Kebu. She had to edit out every time I swore. And oh, uh, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Imagine that. I've been on stage with you enough times to know what that's like. Right. At a convention for children. <laughs> <laughs> They chose to go there. They know what they should be. That's walking not into. how consent works. It's not like fucking Deadpool, where you go into <laughs> right? it knowing it's a rated R. <laughs> my is... goal is to have my reputation precede me so much that people see but my you're name. You're just not and invited like, in the first place. Let's not have kids go. <laughs> uh, this is actually the part where we should probably admit. Uh, in D twenty questions, yeah, in the nine episodes or so, yeah, we have referenced 
how loud you are oh, good. in the show oh, mm-hmm. something good. like four times. Yeah, I think it's probably had that some people on right. that I know. We have a, this Portland gaming community is a tight knit group. Let me tell you, it really we is. all know each other. That's I feel like that's one of its like biggest strengths. It's kind of cool. Know each other and we all like really, really fucking give a shit about each other, mm-hmm. which is which is great. We're not out there alone doing our own thing. No. Like like you mentioned my my professional DM shit. I mentioned it and we we've, we've talked about it. Um, and I wouldn't be able to do that at all if not. For years and years ago, the unquestioning support of um, Jared and Davina Oaks, who do uh, Adventure League at Guardian Games, Mm -hmm. and all the staff at Guardian Games um, have helped me out without question about what I fucking chose to do with my life, and I owe everything I have to those motherfuckers. Well, do you have any last things you want to plug that are coming up in the near future? Some big news or anything? Oh, man. I'm going to have... I don't know how much I can talk about a lot of the things I have coming out. That's right. Um, you might be seeing me soon on some cool website. Is that a threat? Yes. <laughs> you might be seeing me soon on some cool websites that we have talked about already mm-hmm. and some, uh, uh, platforms coming up. I have a, a cool, big opportunity that might, uh, propel some things more into the spotlight and we'll see what comes from that but a big thing i do want to talk about is uh on the 15th i am recording something with the hypocritical troll channel which i mentioned before who are are fantastic they have been doing a lot of cool interviews with like fucking nerdy people in the scene in portland and shit like that um but me and my wife are doing a <laughs> D couples arena death match nice for uh <laughs> fucking that sounds great right for these Valentine's are the words Day. i need to hear i know right it's 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 the death of romance this and... is right on par with dungeon battle karaoke as right? it's like a sentence that needs Dude. to exist in the world D arena couples death match i cannot wait for that shit fantastic probably by the time this episode comes out or something mm. we would have already recorded that um and also, go check out Help Action if you want more of me doing just obnoxious things with less restraint that these two lovely gentlemen here have done a great job of reeling me in on. Do you, do you feel like D20 Questions is just a little too organized and a little too thought through? You know, <laughs> you guys definitely have more, I'm going to say of a skeletal system than we have on, on help action. It's important in a D and D game. We it like really to have is. bones. Yeah. You guys have taken notes and we have burned the notes. <laughs> we have three bits. We'll get to them eventually. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to D 20 questions with our special guest, Max Hobbs. We've had a great time. We're going to lead into a D 21 side soon. If you want to check those out make sure to check out our Patreon, you can get access to that for a very small monthly donation. And of course, check out the league of ultimate questing, which comes out every Monday, wherever wherever podcasts are available we got them on all of them we put them there ourselves we went out and hit them like easter eggs you'll find them don't worry if you see me at a convention uh tell me that you uh you kissed someone you cared about and whispered my name softly into their cheek slap slap him in the tits um (laughs) slap me in the tits if you see me at a convention if you see max hobbs please slap his titties god as hard as you can i will scream and that one's getting saved all right Join us next time on D20 Questions, where we remind you that you shouldn't write skill checks that you can't cash. <laughs> That's fucking some oh, weak-ass shit. Oh, my what? God. It's Bad. great. It's great. Oh it's just some weak-ass shit. <laughs> Sorry, I set the bar so high for shitty D&D puns. <laughs> I'm 
sorry that I literally like am the definition of D&D puns and then didn't live up to my own <laughs> reputation. <laughs> I am my own worst enemy. You you creamed the shit out of that wimpy. Yeah.